This is Rosen Institute's Your Law Firm, covering management, marketing, finance, and new technologies for growing your law firm. Here's Lee Rosen. It's good to be with you today from Brasov, Romania, where we've now been for a couple of weeks. We're enjoying this mountain town. It's 68 degrees here today, nice and cool. We picked this town to avoid the summer heat, and I would say it's mission accomplished. We've been impressed by the food here in Brasov. There is the traditional Romanian food, which is delicious, but there are also quite a few edgy, interesting restaurants with a very current cuisine. This city reminds me quite a bit of Asheville, North Carolina, where I went to college, and it has changed quite a bit since I lived there. It is a mountain town with lots of green landscapes and the mountains surrounding you, and it's a very walkable place with high-end restaurants. Brasov is very much like that, and Brasov is scoring a lot of points with us. It's time for your tech tip for a variety of reasons, some of which are smart and some of which are not so smart. We make decisions in our practices to migrate from one practice management system to another. I see lots of folks making the shift from products like Atticus or Rocket Matter over to products like Clio. Some lawyers do lots of moving around. They decide for whatever reason that one system is is better than the other, and they make the shift. Well, we've been operating in the original system that we've been using, and we've got all of our clients loaded in there, and we've got our billing information there. We may have lots of documents attached to the client records. The client management system that you're using right now, it becomes very full with lots and lots of data. And then we see that new system, and we get interested, and we make the decision to switch. Now, there may be a great reason. Maybe there's some huge technological improvement in the new system as compared to the old system. Maybe, for example, we're using an old system on a local server, running the software ourselves, and we'd like to migrate to the cloud. Or maybe we found a practice management system that is particularly useful because it's customized to our specific practice area. There might be a good reason to make the move, but let me suggest to you that migrating from one practice management system to another is too often a gigantic hassle for very little improvement. It's really hard to make a good business case for switching from one practice management system to another. The difference between an average practice management system and the best practice management system is generally not particularly big. These products have a tendency to copy one another, and so they all end up with more or less the same features. These aren't products that are all that sophisticated in the first place, especially the ones that are targeting law firms. So be careful about getting pulled in one direction or another because making the change, moving your data, it can be a lot of work for very, very little benefit. So if you find yourself getting pulled toward making a change, well, look carefully at why you're making this decision. Have you been sucked into the hype around the new system? Are they promoting some bells and whistles? 
missiles that ultimately aren't going to make that much difference? Or is there a legitimate justification for making the change, some kind of impact that will move the needle, that will change your bottom line? Look at your decision-making process here carefully. Then, if you decide that making the change is the right thing to do and you lock in on that decision, if you're going to move forward, well, then what's next? I can tell you I've done this a time or two in my life, and here's the thing. The move from one system to another, it never goes as smoothly as you would hope. Now, the vendors that are involved, they're going to promise you the sky and the moon and the stars and whatever else they can promise you. They're going to tell you that it's all going to go smoothly. They'll often offer to do the migration for you, and they make these great, big, happy promises while they smile at you. And they explain that it'll go quickly, that it will be easy, that the data will be instantly usable and that everything will be just right. There will be no problems. But here's the thing. In my experience, that's not the case. In my experience, there are problems and they're hard to predict. You don't know in advance exactly what's going to go wrong, but you do know that a few things are going to go wrong. It might be that the financial data doesn't move properly, that the billing gets messed up, or it might be that the client records aren't moved exactly right, or it may be that something they said could easily migrate doesn't, in fact, show up in the new system. Expecting that the migration from one system to the other is going to go smoothly, it's unrealistic if you're really a heavy user of your system. Things are going to break. Now, even knowing that some things will go off the rails with the migration, in some practice areas, you really don't have a choice but to migrate if you're going to switch systems. For instance, if you're representing businesses on an ongoing basis and you've got hundreds of business clients that you've been representing for years and that you're going to keep representing for many years, well, you simply need your old data in your new system so that you are working with that history that knowledge of what has happened in the past, you're going to have to move the data even if it gets ugly and expensive. You really have no choice. However, in other practice areas, you may have a choice to make, and that's what today's tech tip is about. If you're in a practice area where you have a lot of turnover of your clients, for example, I practiced family law. In family law, 100% of your clients turn over in some period of time. The clients come in, their case gets handled, it wraps up, it finishes, and you move on to new clients. And so you know in a practice like that, the same would be true in criminal law practices, maybe in residential real estate if that's your practice area. In many practice areas, you'll have a complete turnover of clients over some period of time. It might be a few months, it might be a year, it could be longer, but but in some practice areas, that's just the nature of the business. So if you have this turnover of your clients, if you're in one of those practice areas where all of the clients who are here now are going to be gone in the not so distant future, then you may have an alternative to making the migration. Here's what I would suggest you do, and it's what I did when making one of these migrations, which helped things to go much more smoothly. Once you make the decision to move from one system to to another. What you can do is run both systems in tandem. You can run both systems simultaneously. Leave the old clients in the old system. 
put all the new clients in the new system and run both systems side by side for some period of time. For us, in our practice, it took us less than a year of running both systems side by side. The new clients were going into the new system, the old clients stayed in the old system, and the number of clients in the old system got smaller and smaller and smaller until finally we were down to just a few clients in the old system that for whatever reason were kind of lingering. We had a tough time closing out their files. So at that point, in order to avoid the expense and the hassle of running two systems, we manually migrated those remaining few clients. We moved those clients over very carefully and made sure that things went just right and that they were up and running in the new system. And then we were able to shut down the old system. Will there be some expense and hassle of running two systems in parallel? Yes, but you will not have the hassle of the migration. You will avoid your practice being disrupted if things go wrong in the transfer of the data from the old system to the new system. For us in our practice, running both systems in parallel proved to be a good decision. That approach went much more smoothly than our prior transition where we did the migration of the old data over into the new system. Be careful when you make these moves. Make sure that it's justified. And then if you decide to go forward, don't believe all of the promises. Take control of the situation. You can run both systems side by side for a little while, and that will allow you to keep the business running without any disruption. That's your tech tip. And now for your moment of concise advice. They say that you are the average of the five people that you hang out with. And I think there's some truth to that. These five people, they have a big influence on us. And one of the biggest ways that they influence us is that they have an impact on the expectations that we set for ourselves. For instance, if you are surrounded by early risers who get lots of things done each morning and you're a get up late kind of take it easy sort of person, well, you quickly realize you're the lazy one in the group. And if you're surrounded by these high achievers and you're not getting very much done, well, then you start to feel a little bit like you're the slacker in the group. You start to wonder if you should do more or if the five people that you are surrounded by, if they all place a high value on their family and their family life and you haven't really been paying much attention to your family, well, then you start to feel like you are neglecting your family and maybe you ought to do more about it. These five people have a big impact. These people are sort of setting the standard for you. And if they become too annoying, if you really don't like the standard that they're setting, if you feel out of sorts with the people that you're hanging out with, well, then you switch friends and you find five new friends to start hanging out with because you're uncomfortable with that original group. The small group that we put ourselves in the middle of, that group really does have a lot to do with where we end up in our lives. But, you know, most of us aren't that deliberate about finding the five friends. Most of us just kind of fall into these relationships and we end up sticking with these five people because they're convenient, they're handy, they are around, they are the people that are calling and 
and inviting us out to lunch. And they are the people who sit at the next desk at work, or they are the people that we are bumping into in the neighborhood or at church. So these five people we hang out with most of the time, they tend to stick around for a long time. And they are the people who have a big impact on who it is that we become. And so recognizing the importance of these five people, well, that's a valuable insight. It's important because you can have some control over who you are, who you will be, who you become, because you can be proactive about picking the five people. Now, this is where the Rosen Institute comes into play, and this is a little self-serving, but I want to tell you about this because I see it in action. Inside Rosen Institute, we strive in 10 minutes a day to become one of those five people in your life. We're living in your ears, coming in through your brain. So it's not exactly the same thing as having us be one of your five friends, but Day after day, we're here in your ear with these messages coming right into your brain, and we impact the standard that you set for yourself in your life. And inside Rosen Institute, you become part of a community of other lawyers also impacted by those influences, and those folks become part of that voice in your head. Those folks, your peers, your community, well, they become part of that group that impacts the standard, the expectations that you set for yourself. You picked us inside Rosen Institute and you're allowing us to bounce around in your brain and to shift your expectations for yourself. We're all together helping you to set a standard that encourages you to do better in your business. Now, beyond that, I will tell you, when you join Rosen Institute, you make a decision to pay to be a member. That's a good thing because when you pay for something, it causes you to put more value on it. You allow that voice in your head to become even more influential because you're paying for it, because you've decided that it's worth even more than you're paying for it. And so that voice that we put in your brain, that collective voice of all of the members of Rosen Institute, well, that's a voice that influences who it is that you become in your business and in your life. It happens in a very subtle way. Sometimes it happens when you're fully engaged and you're paying complete attention and you're acting on the advice and information that you're receiving. But oftentimes, just like with our friends in real life, it happens when you're not paying full attention. The messages from our friends, they just keep on coming. They're pounding into our brain little by little, day after day, and they're impacting us even when we're not listening to the messages. Sometimes even if you let the Rosen Institute recordings pile up in your inbox, well, the fact that you're letting them pile up in your podcast inbox, well, you raise the bar for yourself. You've created a situation where you're choosing those five voices in your head. You're picking those five friends. You have created a situation where you have chosen to change the influence influences that are impacting you. When you wake up in the morning and you're feeling like having a sort of lazy day and then you happen to listen to one of our messages or remember something that took place in our online conversation, well, the impact, while it's subtle, it's causing you to think things, to feel things, to 
think that maybe you better get going. You are taking control of you by taking control of those voices that you put in your head. You don't necessarily always know why you're thinking the way you're thinking. You don't necessarily do the math and know exactly how the dots connect. You won't always attribute a particular thing that you do to something that you heard inside Rosen Institute, but you have deliberately made Rosen Institute one of those voices in your head. It's a voice that you hear literally and emotionally. It is a voice that is contributing to you thinking the way that you are thinking. And so each day inside Rosen Institute, through these recordings and as part of our community, we are pushing you a little bit. We're asking you to give something, to go a little further, to do a little marketing or to improve your management or to build your systems or to optimize your business on the technology front or the finance front, or to change your perspective or your outlook. We're helping you, not necessarily in your overall life, because that's beyond what we do inside Rosen Institute, but we're helping you in your business life. And the impact of that is to cause you to have a better business that generates more profit for you, more satisfaction for you, and more help for the clients that you're serving. That's the impact of what happens when you are part of Rosen Institute. That's what happens when you pick the voices in your head. You get to pick those five friends. You get to decide what voices you hear in your head. You get to elevate the standard deliberately for yourself. So I encourage you to keep listening. And if you're not already a Rosen Institute member, check it out at roseninstitute.com slash join. That's your moment of concise advice. Wrapping up from Brasov, Romania, thanks for spending a few minutes with me today. I hope you have a great weekend and an even better week next week. Keep plugging away, moving forward, getting things done. You're on the right track. You'll get there, I promise. We're all in this together, and together we build better practices through better marketing, better management, and better technology. Until next time, I'm Lee Rosen. Thanks for listening to Your Law Firm. Visit rosensrules.com for our free course on the 10 critical rules all successful law firms follow.